0: this
1: is the big show with gordon monson and jake scott presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This
2: is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from the warehouse today, Salt Lake location, 1825 South 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, of course, uh, the, the news came over the weekend, last weekend, that he was signing a max deal with the Jazz, became official. Donovan was able to speak with the media today. And we want to let you hear that right here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 the zone. I
0: was just wondering if you could just uh, tell us how important it was for you to get the extension taken care of uh, right off the bat. And also, uh, why it was that um, – I know I know some fans are curious to know why it was that you were pushing so much for that uh, player option on the fifth year. Yeah. Um, first off, you know, I'm, I'm blessed and, and honored to, to be in a position to have this extension. Um, for, for me, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting with these guys, you know, getting J.C. in favor, big pieces, um, ready to get going. You know, we felt like we had a great great bubble – I mean, solid bubble, you know, things we did really well as a group. And, you know, that was without Boyan. Now we add Boyan to the piece. We bring Fave back. JC's coming back. I think we have, you know, good pieces to, to make a real push for this thing. And, you know, it's funny as far as the, the uh, extension talking and, and all that, uh, the player option stuff for me, biggest thing, man, is just being in a position to take care of my family. Um, at the end of the day, that's, you know, I love this game, but I want to make sure my family uh, is, is set first. And um, that's really it for me. I'm um, just making sure my family's set because I'm trying to win, trying to win championships. But at the end of the day, you know, I go back home to my mom, my sister, my my dad, my family, and make sure everybody's good. Next up we'll go uh, Sarah Todd, Deseret News.
3: Hey Donna, um, this might be a little bit of a weird question, but it's, you're going to be getting significantly more money than you were on your last deal. And I'm wondering if you have any plans, like is there something that you're planning on purchasing or something that you had in mind?
0: Um, there, there are a few things in mind. I won't go in depth of what they are. Um, I think, you know, the biggest thing I wanted to do, you know, now that I've done so many different things, you know, off the floor, as far as giving back, you know, I'm in a position now where I can, you know, do things on a higher level, um, as far as, you know, giving to kids, maybe going to, to, to colleges, you know, who can't afford it, uh, giving back to schools, giving back to kids who can't even afford, you know, groceries or, or different things. So I think that's really where my focus is at. Like I said, take care of my family to start, but also take care of others. You know, like I said, it's it's just, it's a lot, you know, and I'm blessed to be in this position. But, you know, um, I do know that I'm not going to just change up who I am. I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing. And as far as giving back and, you know, whether it's to my, my sister or to someone in need, I'm just going to continue to do that. Um, but, you know, I I can't really tell you what, you know, the, the big purchase is going to be yet. I have some ideas, but we'll see.
1: Uh, Ryan Miller, KSL.
4: Hey, Don, I'm just curious, considering where you were drafted, where you were kind of projected to be in this league, what, what does it mean to you to be considered a max
0: player in the NBA? Um, it's it's an honor, you know, but it doesn't stop there uh, for me. You know, I think, like I said, this is a blessing. You know, this is life changing for myself and my family. But for me, you know, I look at it as, you know, we lost in the last, we, lo- we blew a 3-1 lead this year. You know, I look at it for myself as we need to find a way to get over that hump in the first round, find a way to push and get to a championship. Um, that's really on the forefront of my brain. You know, I, I think, you know, now everybody, you know, everybody's kind of coming at me with, you know, how do you feel? How do you feel? Um, at the end of the day, you know, we lost. And that's really where my head is at. Like, I, I'm not saying I'm not, um, you know, extremely humbled and blessed to have this opportunity. But now that, you know, my family, like I said, my family is taken care of, you know, now I'm really at a point where it's like we, we need to win. Uh, and find ways to, to do that. You know, like I said, we brought two great, we brought J.C. back, brought Fave back, got some great rookies in the draft. Um, so for us, it's like, how do we win and how do we push, uh, push forward? And um, that's really where I'm at mentally. How about Tony Jones, the athletic? Hey, Don, um, when you look at this year, um, one of the questions that, that I think about is, 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 how's the turnaround for you guys? You guys last played in September. And you guys are starting up in Zoom. I mean, uh, starting up in December. And, you know, as you head into training camp, what are you, What are the questions that linger for you guys as you guys head into camp uh, on Tuesday? Uh, I think, you know, for us, I think the, the biggest thing is making sure everybody's healthy. Um, and when I say that, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's either injuries, it's it's possibly COVID, making sure we're good. You know, I think the biggest thing when guys were training, uh, was not over training. You know, we just, like you said, we stopped playing September 1st and we're now at, you know, about to be December 1st uh, coming up soon, you know, so that's not, that's a quick turnaround, but you, as, as hard as you work, you have to make sure we had to make sure as all of us, we're taking care of our bodies, making sure we're staying safe, making sure we're doing things that don't deter us from our ultimate goal. Um, so that's really much pretty much been the message and um, the team has been great. Guys have been great. So I think, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, not to turn from that, from that ultimate goal, which is to get a championship. And I said, I think a lot of, I think our, our mindset's in the right place as a team. You know, we have a lot of things we can definitely improve on. We, we have a lot of things we did well and guys stepped up big time. And it's all about development, but also taking care of ourselves, making sure we when uh, our bodies are right, because like you said, it is a quick turnaround. It's going to be a lot, it, it's obviously a shortened season, but you know, there's more back-to-backs. There's so many different things that play into it. We just got to make sure we're ready to go. Uh, we'll go with Ben Anderson, KSL Sports.
4: Donovan, so often uh, NBA players talk about trying to get to that second contract, you know, out of their rookie deal and the pressure they feel just to get there. What was that like for you hanging over your head? And now that it is done, how do you see yourself changing or feeling differently?
0: Um, Quite frankly, uh, Ben, to be honest with you, I wouldn't say it was necessarily hanging over my head because at the end of the day, you know, I'm in a position where, as y'all know, I've said this to y'all before, like, when I got drafted and to do what I did my rookie year, I was, you know, in shock, um, to be honest with you. A lot of guys say they, this is what they – I dreamt of it, but I didn't expect it all to happen so fast. For me, it was like, I'm just going to continue to do what got me here. You know, I'm going to continue to be the same person, same player, same work ethic, and everything else will kind of just fall into place. And if it doesn't, that's how it's meant to be. If it does, then, you know, that's, all, that's God's decision. You know, God has a plan, and I'm, willing, I'm just following it and continuing to do things that, you know, have allowed me to get to this point. Um, I will say it's, 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 a uh, it's a stress relief. I'll tell you that, you know, it's something that you definitely can sit back and, you know, breathe, you know, it's definitely one of those moments, but, you know, as long as, you know, myself and my teammates and my coaches, we're all putting the work in, we're all going to reap the benefits from what the work we put in. Um, and that's, that's been my mindset as a rookie, you know, it's obviously been talks about it since my rookie year, since my second year and even last year, but, you know, at the end of the day, as long as you put the work in, you'll, you'll reap the benefits from it. And, um. This is just another example of that. Great. We'll go uh, with Eric Wood. You're at ESPN. Right, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up, Two-part question for you, man. Um, Obviously, I look at your draft class, and you look at, you know, it's been a couple other Max guys. You know, what do you think about your draft class? Do you guys have an opportunity to go down as one of the NBA's best? And the second part, you've been one of the guys in the league that have been so interactive with fans, you know, giving out shoes and, and things of that nature. Will, you know, what's your thoughts on returning with fans? You guys are one of the team. And, like, will, will that change your interaction with fans at all? Because you have had uh, coach. So, i answer the first question uh, first. I think, you know, I, I've talked to every, I talked to all myself. Uh, I talked to Bam, Fox, uh, JT. Um, and, you know, they're kind of in the same place. I'm is like, we're blessed, but we're ready to go. You know, and I think that just is a testament to not just us four, but the guys in our draft class, man. We're never, like, not satisfied. You know, I think we – like I said, if we continue to put the work in, who knows, you know, what may come from it. You know, as long as we continue to do what we do on myself. Uh, first time also this year, Bam, JT, Fox is, you know, doing his thing. Um, Bam's made the finals. JT's made the conference finals. I've been in the playoffs each year. So just trying to find ways, you know, to, to better ourselves. I think we do have an opportunity to be, to be really talented as a, as a draft class. And it's a deep draft class, you know. Uh, from top to bottom you know you look at you know Josh Hart who went late in the, in the, in the first round You got Coos down there too um, so there's so many guys you know in our draft class that's that's doing a, a pretty pretty good thing so at the, at the end of the day I think we have just a, a group of guys in that class who's just ready to, to continue working and you know possibly the best players that they can um, and that's that's been my i played with these guys in high school and so I've known them for pretty much my my whole life, basically, and now we're in a position where we're making money, playing for our families, playing for our fans, and possibly trying to win a championship so we could possibly do big things. And as far as your second question, um, can you was it what was it again? Oh, I was just saying, you know, you guys are going to be one of the teams that, that that's going to have fans, you know, around. And with you being so interactive, what is your thoughts on fans returning? And like, will it change your interaction at all? Um, I think a little bit, you know, not in a negative way, just as a matter of staying safe. You know, um, I think, you know. I think, like I said, the NBA wouldn't have put this plan together and, and we wouldn't have agreed to it if it wasn't, you know, safe. You know, we, we did a great job with the bubble and I think this will be something that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do what we feel is safe and that's just the PA and the NBA. Um, but I think it will change a little bit, obviously, with, you know, I obviously I would love giving back in as much as I do, but at the end of the day, if I if I happen to, to get it or be around it, we're, we're shut down for a week. You know, that's a week out of the season. And this is a football where you can, you know, we play once a week. We're playing twice, three, maybe four times a week. And those are four games that at the end of the day, come playoff time, you know, you miss those four games. You never know what may happen. And uh, especially in this loaded conference in the West, so you got to be careful, got to be cautious. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's safe, you know, I'm glad we have. I'm glad we ha- want the team to have fans, and you know, it'd be great to play in front of the home crowd. Good luck this year, man. Congrats again. Thank to- you. Thanks, E. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we'll
1: have a David Locke, Jazz Radio.
0: Donovan, uh, congratulations. Uh, I got an on-court, off-court for you. So on-court, you obviously exploded offensively in the bubble. How has that kind of altered the way you've trained between now and then and how you feel about your game and what you're capable of? And then off-court, it seems, you know, you and Jalen and maybe CJ uh, have taken kind of the young guy's role on social issues moving forward and social injustice. Do you see that? You know as a major part of the legacy of your career as you as you move forward here yeah um so your first part was about offensively training in the summer is that what you said or fall yeah exactly yeah um uh it's, it's weird to say <laughs> um but um as far as you know the biggest thing i noticed you know i was able to 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 just play with more pace uh, play when i say with pace you know everybody thinks you know i'm explosive i'm quick being able to slow myself down, slow the game down. That happens in a variety of ways, you know, being on the ball a little bit more, you know, knocking down the, the, the three ball really helped it expand my game. It allowed me to get to the paint, make the right reads, and not just, you know, scoring. Everybody saw, you know, the, the 50 point games or whatever. But what I saw was I was making plays that was not even just scoring, but finding guys, putting guys in position to score, doing the same thing for others that I hadn't done in my first three years. Um, Or two and a half, whatever you want to call it. Um, So for me, that was really the jump that I saw, and I could continue to make. You know, the decision making, getting into the paint, finding guys, being able to run the floor so Mike has a lane to get open, being able to pick it up on the defensive end. You know, um, guarding Jamal uh, in in Game Seven—that's a challenge that I'm, you know, starting to get back to and willing to take because that's where I attended. That's why I got drafted. Um, But that's 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 where I think you know those strides for myself will continue, and I'll continue to push myself to be there. Um, but you know, offensively, I think the biggest thing was being able to knock down the three ball off the dribble. Um, I think, I don't know what my percentages are, but I think that's what really helped me and you know, allow me to get into the paint and, and make plays for others. And then as far as off the court, I think for me, you know, that's the moment in history where we had in the bubble was one of the biggest, if we'll go down is one of the biggest moments in, in history of this country and in the world. And, you know, for me, you know, starting off the year with having, having COVID to coming down and, and, and do what I've been doing is just something for me. Like, that's the legacy I want to leave. You know, championships are are great. Games are great. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm a black man first and that's the legacy. I want to be able to tell my kids, look, your dad was a part of this. Your dad was a part of that. Being able to show them that this this game is great. This game has allowed my family to live the way we live. But at the end of the day, it doesn't hide you from being black. It doesn't hide you from this injustice of the world. And so for myself, I know Jalen and CJ, the two guys you mentioned are, are big on this as well. At the end of the day, that's what it's really about. You know, at the end of the day, basketball goes away in about 10, 15 years if you have a have a long career. But at the end of the day, I'm still a black man. There's certain things that there's just injustice in this world that I won't that that people on this call that you like you lock that you don't go through. And I don't mean to call single you out, but like there's just certain things that people, you know, don't understand. And I'm trying to be the catalyst and one of the the people who start things and just kind of show people and educate people on the injustices so we can improve as a country. And if I can go down and tell my kids that that's what I did in this world, I would, I would be very happy. Thanks Don. Appreciate it. Next we'll go to Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
4: Hey Donovan. Uh, you wanted to ask, you know, how does, do you anticipate your kind of your role changing next year? You know, you, you mentioned kind of being, maybe being more ball in hand, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that and, and how you kind of expect to change, uh, you know, that part of your game and can continue to evolve?
0: Oh, I don't think it'll change that much. I think, yeah. you know, the, the biggest thing, you, you, there are times, you know, where you look, we're, 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 we're looking for Boyan. I think that'll be a big piece, a big addition, a big relief on the offensive end, um, for sure. Um, I think Mike, Mike, and, Mike and Joe can say the same thing, and J.C., Rudy, I think we all can say the same thing. But for me, I think, you know, being able to just push the ball in transition, getting on the boards where we just, we're just we just pushing, I'm pushing myself as opposed to um, just being the dominant the ball handler because we have four, five, six ball handlers, guys who can bring the ball to the floor and initiate the offense. So for myself, just being able to be more active, you know, on the defensive end allowed me to push on the break. You know, being able to, to start a play and get Mike a shot, be able to get Joe a shot, on a shot. Um, I think that's where I elevated my game in the bubble and I look to continue to do that Uh this year. And it's going to take some figuring out because when you add Boyon back, it's a different, you know, it's a, it's a different element, not in a bad way, but there's going to be some things we need to just figure out. And I think that I think we'll take that much more of a leap when we do.
4: Real quick. You, you know, you, you get that bump. If you get to all NBA, do you think you can get to all NBA?
0: Honestly, at the end of the day, if we win a championship, that doesn't even matter to me. You know, at the end of the day, I tell people all the time you work hard and you read the benefits from it. We win, we win, you know, and that's really not on my, on my brain, you know, it's a goal that I've set for myself. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, when you're winning, everything else falls into place and we got to win. That's what we have to do. And it's not just the regular season. We have to win. We need to win in the playoffs. We need to do things to put ourselves right there for the championship. And that's the ultimate goal. Thanks, man. Congrats. Thank you. Next uh, Tim McMahon, ESPN. Hey, Donovan. Uh, I know Johnny Bryan
1: obviously had a, a, a big role in your development and your day-to-day preparation. Uh, what are the kind of lasting things that uh, he left with you? And how do you guys,
0: you and the jazz fill that void? Who will you be working with on a, on a daily basis now? Um, Sorry, repeat the first part of your question. Sorry. I said Johnny Bryant obviously had a a big role in your development, Mm -hmm. uh, your your
1: day-to-day prep. What, What are the kind of the lasting impressions that he left with you?
0: You know, what, what are the kind of the, biggest things that, uh, that, that you took from your time with him and then, you know, moving forward, how do you guys uh, fill the void? Uh, you know, who will you be working with on a daily basis? Um, I think, you know, with, with Johnny, man, and I'm happy for him. He got, he got a, he got a new job. And, you know, I, I, think for me, the biggest thing is that I got from him was the, 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 the film work, the maturity from year one to year three in the film room, being able to translate that into the court, being able to trust, you know, there, as you know, Tim, you've covered me since I got here, like to, to the progression of being able to trust teammates with shots, you know, because there are times where, you know, I take bad shots. Being able to hear his honesty uh, and let me know that it's a bad shot, you know, more than my teammates would. And I think that's where our relationship really had accelerated because he was hard on me. You know, so for me, being able to understand, you know, and change my – View of the game and how I look at the game. Being able to slow the game down and take that, take that leap. You know, I gave him a a, him and Coach Quinn. You know, a a ton of credit. You know, for for allowing me one to have the opportunity to have the ball in my hands at a a early stage of my career, but also helping me develop to get to where I am. Um, As far as you know, him leaving, I'll probably primarily be working with uh, Coach Keon Dooling. You know, I've known Keon since my rookie year. He's he's great. He's he's. I've worked with him already. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just continue what we've been doing, you know, and then also adding things as far as, you know, the mental component of the game. So many different things all, as far as the X's and O's. Like I said, we continue to film work, um, but it's not so much of a let's just change and go left. It's just, all right, you've been doing this, but now we're going to add another layer to it to to help you go take an even even uh, even higher step and even more of a step. And I think that's more of a leap, I should say. And that's that's the ultimate goal. All right. I think we have time for one more question from Tony Jones. Donovan, when you uh, look at this year, what are some of the things that you guys have to do differently than you guys have done in the past uh, in order to uh, to, uh, to 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 uh, to advance farther than than the first round, which is where you guys have kind of run into a roadblock in the last two years? Uh, we have to defend at a high level uh, on all fronts. We can't just rely excuse me, on our two best defender, or three best defense, excuse me, Rudy, Royce, and Joe. You know, we have to find ways to, all of us, one through five, be better on the defensive end, you know, being able to guard. Um, and then on top of that, just continue to take our game. Like, if we played the way we played in the bubble, you know, as a team, as a unit, especially on the offensive end, and we incorporate that, and then you add Boyon back, I think we'll be in, in good shape. But at the end of the day, we have to hone in on all the details. And the one outstanding thing we've had is we, you know, we kind of tend to, to fluctuate. So for us, it's like, all right, you know, you know, you look at it. I look at the 3-1 lead as, a, as an example. Like, you know, we got up, you know, and, and things changed. We stopped, all of us, you know, we stopped doing little things that got us to that point. So now we have to continue to be perfect. We have to continue to be as perfect as we can be for all 72 games, the first round, second round, conference finals, championship. We have to be perfect in every way possible because I think that's what's really going to separate us from being that team that's made it to the first round to get to the semis and get to the conference conference finals and the finals. Um, so if we can do that and as well as defend at a higher level not just rely on Rudy and Faye back there to help us out, I think we'll be in good shape.
2: All right. That was Donovan Mitchell and his media availability today as he, uh, re-signs with the Utah Jazz four years, uh, with a fifth year player option could be worth as much as, uh, $195 million. Gordon quickly, we'll have more time later in the show to react to it, but, uh, your quick reaction.
3: Vintage, uh, Donovan Mitchell. I mean he answered those questions just about the way you would expect him to not saying he's predictable just saying that he's consistent in his view and I the thing that stands out the most to me is when he's asked about the money he talks about winning a championship and some guys will say that and they just kind of go yeah okay you know but I actually believe it I've always thought that NBA players quality NBA players they they want money first they want to secure their future and uh, if they can get a championship while doing that, then fine. But once they get that payday or that, that contract, then, you know, they, they want to win a championship. And I think Donovan fits into that category. And he knows the money's coming. And uh, he, he doesn't want to lose. And I think, you know, maybe maybe some people are born with that. Some Maybe some people develop it. But I think that's a part of the way he thinks and the way he is. That stands out. How about you?
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree with your assessment there, and, you know, he knows he knows what to say. He's a well-spoken guy, and he gets his point across, that's that's for sure, and you hope that uh, he and the franchise are on the same page going forward because he has the opportunity to be really, really good. There's no doubt. Well, he already is. I mean, but he's got the opportunity to take the next step.
3: Well, All he'll right. have to be. He'll have to be great. He will have to be a superstar for the Jazz to get that title.
2: Yep. All right, we're live at the warehouse, 1825 South 300 West, their new Salt Lake City location. Come by and see us. Tom jumping on with us once again. And, man, Tom, it's great. It's been busy today. I love it. Yeah, it's Black Friday. He even sold this very couch that, uh, that I'm sitting on right now. Coach Mack and Alema were, were pretty stoked about that. I
4: think Coach Mack was honestly concerned that he wouldn't have a seat next well,
2: week. Well, this is his spot. You it's know.
4: been his spot <laughs> for the last few weeks. We had a lot of these in stock. This is the last one, so I took another 500 bucks off and Sweet. it sold in what 10 minutes yeah it's gone boom it's a beautiful piece i mean it's just it gorgeous. is yeah. nice if you're looking for uh, a sectional with power recline that has usbs to charge your phone i'm sitting on this black one and i'm going to do the same thing here this is one that our competitors are 2400 24.99 we're marked at 1999 i'm going to go boom today or tomorrow one left 14.99 14.99. Wow, one left. So people got to get on it. Boom. I have another one. I have that black gorgeous oh, sofa. Yeah. That's a $2200 sofa. I'm going to sell it for 9.99. Oh, wow. Double power with USBs. Uh it's as nice as it gets, Gordon. Nine ninety nine. is the last
2: one. Under a grand for that thing? Isn't that beautiful? That's amazing.
3: Jake, Jake you and I have been to the store. We've seen what's there. It's amazing that you sell this stuff for the prices you do, Tom. It's Get on down there if you can. I'm telling you, reward yourself with a great deal. A tease real quick. We talked about it uh,
4: recording for the Man Cave show tomorrow. I bought a truckload, Gordon, of... Uh, Gemstone, and I don't want to say the name, but it's the green gemstone, so you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. This truckload is a truckload of odds and ends from a warehouse in Tacoma, Washington. They're moving at consolidating all of their west coast to two warehouses from four. I got a 53 foot uh, load, truckload, 53 foot truck, the big semi truck, yep. with a bunch of odds and ends, but I'm going to have two thousand dollar beds that I'm going to sell for three ninety nine. Wow. I'm going to have dining tables, the nicest in the industry. They're like twenty nine hundred dollar dining tables. I'm going to sell them for three ninety nine. I've got bar stools, four hundred dollar bar stools. I'm going to sell them for seventy nine bucks.
2: Seventy nine bucks.
4: Seventy nine dollars. Mm. So if you're out and about next week, come and see us.
2: I've got deals that will blow your Mind. Boom. 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. It's the warehouse. Thank you very much, Tom. We appreciate you. We'll have sounds of various clips coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
3: If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it?
2: show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for sounds of various clips, also known as Drop of the Day, brought to you today by our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business, telecom, and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Gordon, are you ready for a little Drop of the Day on a Friday? Let's do it. Once again, Austin has worked his magic, and we've got another segment uh, in uh, we like to call Getting High with Hanson Scotty Here you he- go.
5: Okay, what would you be more la- apt to eat? A horse or those crickets, that, you know, those uh, dried crickets that they serve at uh, some baseball games, like the Seattle Mariners? Have horse. A- yeah, I'd take horse any day of the week over mm-hmm. crunching down on an insect. Yeah, I would too. Absolutely. I take it over uh, over any insect or maggot. A lot of people eat those maggots, you know. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they're packed full of protein. Yeah, hard pass on that. No, I'm not about that world, man. Uh, well, my, uh, my bishop and, and very good friend, uh, Bishop Bassett, brought us in some amazing smoked salmon, fresh off the trailer. This is delicious. I love smoked salmon. It's tough for me to get the the right flavor on salmon. And somehow he does it. He's taken off the skin, which I always suggest taking off the skin. Some would be against that. But I think getting an early clean, getting that um, blood strip off the back, and that kind of fatty uh, line between the skin and the fish, it really helps reduce the fish flavor in salmon. Because salmon can get really fishy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this is, I, I'm having a hard time because it's sitting here and I want to finish it. But it's absolutely delicious. Well, let's go to break. <laughs> Take a quick one. Yeah, let's go to break. Polish this off.
2: Boy, those two uh, enjoy talking about food, don't they? They do.
3: And uh, But when they reach into the maggot world, I, I'm not sure that oh, I want really nah. to think about that, you know.
2: You're not into uh, eating eating the bugs, huh? Uh,
3: it just doesn't sound very appetizing I don't care whether you cover them in chocolate or whatever but uh I just don't uh you're above uh, it uh, I don't know if it's above it but I just it doesn't sound like anything I would want to venture
1: even the way Hans them. talks about it because Hans makes me want a maggot all of a sudden no thanks he has no. a way of telling you about food that
3: yeah but good food not that food mm. but i I did like you know, they get in the high part. They 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 did
2: uh, that was. It does make it sound funny. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no. It does do make know, it sound funny. Do they know we're doing this to them? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure they do. Lloyd does. <laughs> so that means they do.
3: <laughs> Are they still making us sound drunk?
1: No, uh, they, no. They they think we threw a pity party. So.
2: They've they've what? picked on themselves the last couple of weeks. I don't know what they did today though. What they do today.
1: Uh, Hans was solo today, I believe. So I'm not sure they did anything.
2: Hans Solo. Yes, Hans Solo. Yes. Hans. Oh.
1: <laughs> May the
4: Force. Yeah.
2: I think that's really, uh, the name funny. of Hans' one-band traveling show. <laughs> that if it's not, it should be. No, he's talked about it before.
1: Well, that like it's a real thing.
2: No, like if he was to do that, that's what it would be. Oh, well, hold yeah. Might okay. get, he might get sued if he does that.
1: No, that's Han Solo. Yeah.
3: And that's Han, H A N. It doesn't matter. Those people come after you.
2: That's, that's it's a two different, different
3: word. No, they'll come after you with the, like terriers on uh, on a slab on of beef, maggots. Man. <laughs> Could we talk like that? Could we talk like that for five minutes? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I think you should try. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> Give it a go. Gordo, you could do it. Let me take my headphones off.
3: <laughs> I don't know, Jake. You want to eat some maggots?
2: Wow, that kind that of weird. That, that, that is strange. No, I, I think I'll pass on that, to Mr. Mouse.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I
2: think I'll pass on that right now. Boy,
1: Pluto.
3: Hey, so, you know, Austin, I've been listening to Austin, and he's getting really good at these impersonations. I think we ought to have him. Just can you give us a quick rundown on your on your uh, your impersonations of uh, different people?
1: What would you like to hear?
3: Yeah, well, let me hear your best C- stuff. C-
1: could you give me a rundown on your uh, <laughs> various uh, imperson-
4: impressions?
3: Of various yeah, there's people.
2: only one we want to hear, really.
3: No, no, let's hear uh, let's hear let's, the other one. You that's got. the only no. one he does. He does a bunch of them. He's pretty good. He's he's much better than he gives himself credit See, for.
1: See, Gordon. Uh, by the when way, I do things the seal... when the red light is off, that means it's yeah, between you and me. I
3: know. I know. And I'm sometimes, not, Jake. That's, that's why I'm. Not... When I'm
1: mocking David Locke, I don't want him to know.
3: <laughs> You're not mocking him. You're just impersonating. Uh-huh. It's it's a f- form of flattery. <laughs> uh, by the way, you got the seal of approval from my wife on your impersonation of me. I'm sorry to admit, she thinks it's funny. He's been working on it
1: for well, a while. My wife's pet name for me is Austin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. We'll have more coming up next. I want to get Gordon's thoughts on what we're going to see tomorrow between the Utes and the Huskies. Stay tuned. It is the Big Show live from the warehouse here in Salt Lake, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
1: Locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
2: It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280 The Zone. want to remind you about the Bullfrog Spa's unheard of Black Friday pricing custom order the bullfrog spa of your dreams save up to six thousand dollars off msrp on the popular a-series models if you want a hot tub sooner uh, they have a limited uh, number of inventory spas available today only and they're sure to go fast so uh, check out a bullfrog factory store near you salt lake orem harriman north ogden layton springville logan and bluffdale hanging out live at the warehouse 1825 south 300 west Prices is so low to blow your mind we'll talk to tom here momentarily But, Gordon, tomorrow, 5.30 kickoff in Seattle, 4.30 pregame uh, right here on the Zone Sports Network. The Utes taking on the Huskies, not the opponent uh, we expected to talk about this week, Gordon, but a very interesting matchup nonetheless. Yes,
3: that's true, and that game will be on ABC, so that's, uh, that's good for people who want to watch it on TV. You know, the Huskies, they got 27 points against Oregon State and 44, as you talked about earlier in the week against Arizona, which was a very dominating performance on the part of the Huskies. So, you know, I mean, they've held their opponents to 21 and 27. Uh, It makes me wonder what you brought up earlier, and that is how will that Utah offense respond? Will it be able to keep it, keep the Utes in the game? I, I don't know. That's my biggest question. I think the defense uh, accounted the uh, nice accounting, but uh, that offense needs to get organized and figure out what it wants to be, how it wants to do it, and be effective and efficient doing it and not uh, you know, coming in three and out and, and uh, not really being able to threaten the Huskies the way they're going to have to in order to win this game all on the road.
2: I would think Jake Bentley is probably going to be better. I was unimpressed with game number one. Um, I would think comfort would be a bonus for him. I would expect the running game to be better as well. But it's predicated on that O-line, Gordon. Expected more from them in game one, yes. a lot more from them in, in game number one. And I think that Washington will be as good up front as USC. As Coach Max said, USC was pretty good up front. But Washington should be pretty good up front, too. And if those guys can't block, it's going to be a long night for the youth. So it, that yeah. is where I think the biggest difference is to be made. On the other side, I also agree with Coach Mack. The defense was pretty good against USC. Not yeah. perfect, uh-huh. but they were pretty good against USC, better than I expected. So I'm, I'm with Coach Mack. Expect this to be low-scoring, Gordon, and the offense is going to have to make a couple of big plays. It's going to have to happen
3: yes i agree with that and uh, when you look at what uh, the huskies did it's not like they have some dominant running back i mean mcgrew had 91 yards against uh, oregon state and newton had uh, 81. so they they may have a situation that's a little bit like the utes not exactly having one dominant back but uh, sharing those responsibilities a little bit but uh yeah i mean i agree with you i've this, this is the key in this game to me is how confident will that offense be? How coordinated will it be? Can it uh, – the defense, yeah, they've got some young players in there and they're probably going to make some mistakes. They're going to get beat here and there a little bit. But the talent is there. And on the offensive side, I just I, – it takes more coordination. It takes more good timing and all those sorts of things. And can that offense go from what we saw against SC uh, to a refined attack against Washington? And I don't know. I don't know whether they can put that thing together in one week. I think you're right. Jake Bentley now knows he's the starter, and he did get some experience in game one. But once again, this will be the third game for the Huskies, so they have the advantage in that regard. But I heard Kyle Whittingham talking about the the great – progress that supposedly is made between games one and two, and the Utes certainly have to hope that that's true.
2: Yeah. Uh, definitely excited that they moved it to 530, as opposed to the 830. You know, just being selfish here. but And really cool, I mean, if you want to talk about how many how many times has Utah played on ABC, um, or I, even fewer CBS, I would think, but how many, have, they've made Big Fox a few times, but how many times have they played an ABC game? Not that often. Yeah. Yeah, I, I
3: don't recall exactly, but nice to have a lot of eyeballs on that game. So we'll see. if I mean, it's nice to have a lot of eyeballs on your game if you're playing well. Yeah.
2: Uh, a couple of games going on right now, actually. Gordon, a really exciting one in the Pac-12. Stanford is up on Cal. In fact, it just went final, 24-23. to 23. Cal oh. uh, came back and scored a uh, last-minute touchdown. Uh, looks like I think they went for two and missed, and uh, they lose by one point. And just underway. way oh, that- that's Sorry,
3: tough. That's tough, especially
2: in a rivalry game like that. Well, Stanford punted to get the ball back to Cal from uh, Cal's 34-yard line, which is just an interesting call on David Shaw's part. Kind of any any tackles by uh, trombone players or anything like that? Not that I know of. And then going on right now, the Civil War, uh, Oregon is up on Oregon State 7-0. So a couple of rivalries in the Pac-12. Being played here on a Friday after after Thanksgiving, I would I would guess Oregon rolls in that game. Although Oregon State uh, at one and two has looked a little better than maybe I would have thought coming out. I like Oregon State. Jonathan Smith I think is a pretty good coach.
3: Yeah, he's trying to turn that thing around. Then you're not gonna you're not gonna turn it on a dime. It's gonna take a little time, but they definitely are playing better football, a respectable football. I mean, like we said, Washington is pretty good this year, and they just barely beat Oregon State by six. So shows progress.
2: Uh, The other Pac-12 games uh, this weekend, Gordon, San Diego State is on the road at Colorado as USC was uh, unable to play uh, because of uh, COVID situations. And then Arizona is on the road at UCLA. I I guess Arizona's kind of looked good at times, but UCLA at least has a win under their belt. I don't know if either of those uh, matchups are really doing anything for you. Uh, And on (laughs)
1: those, before you say anything on those matchups, just a quick update. Oregon State just went 82 yards off their first play to score.
2: Oh wow. Are they really? How about that. 82-yard rush.
3: So. Way to go. Well, if Arizona is uh, is greatly improved this year, what does that say about Washington being able to handle them 44 to 27?
2: Well, it, it it says one thing. It's a it's certainly a wild world. You know, that's for sure. Where these teams have looked great uh, in in certain quarters and then terrible in others let alone games.
3: I think with the COVID situation, I think there are even more wild cards involved in all this than it normally is.
2: And Well, yeah, and home field advantage is less of a thing.
3: So, yeah, I mean, true. that
2: that leads to even more possibilities being able to happen.
3: Well, the Utes better hope that they're able to, uh, to, to, to get themselves in a more positive form because – I, and I don't even care about this year, really. That's just me talking – but if they, if they want to set the table for what this talented group is capable of doing, then that's what this year is all about as far as I'm concerned because they're not going to win a championship this year. and So it's, what does that leave for them? It leaves improvement. And that's not the most exciting thing to talk about, but there are a lot of young players on this team, a lot of freshmen and sophomores who aren't going to lose any eligibility for having played this year. This is setting that program up to uh, do some nice things in the years ahead.
2: By the way, I was completely wrong about that. Stanford, uh, the conclusion of that game. Sorry, I don't have it up here live in front of me, but just seeing Twitter. It was a blocked extra point. So uh-huh. Cal didn't go for the win on the two-point conversion. They were actually trying to tie it. A blocked it's, extra point? Yes. And, uh, yeah, the Stanford blocks the extra point to win oh, that big rivalry game. That's, that's, that's wild. Uh, that's I feel cool. bad for that
3: kicker. Or maybe it's whoever missed the block.
2: All right, 1825 South, 300 West. That's where we are. The warehouse on a Black Friday, no place I certainly would rather be. Tom jumping on with us once again, and I like it, Tom. We've seen a lot of people come in today and take advantage of uh, unprecedented deals. For we have, we have a big full staff
4: here. Uh, Christopher's up here, Clayton, Naomi, Ali.
2: You got the crew up here today. I got a
4: whole crew up here, and uh, we've been busy all day. This is one of the best weeks to buy everything everybody knows black friday week is a great week but it's especially the best week
2: in our history to to sell you an adjustable bed absolutely you've it got is. deals I, I you know Tom, you and i've been doing this thing for a couple of years now i've never never heard stuff like this
4: i i have a family that came in and bought three adjustable beds today they came wow. in to get a bed for her daughter she had been in an accident then the mom tried it and said honey i I got to have this. And then the dad felt bad that the son wasn't getting one. Yeah, got to so be fair. So they bought their son one. So they're that? having an adjustable bed Christmas.
2: Yeah, right. Well, hey, that's a pretty good I've Christmas. heard of
4: a white Christmas.
2: But an adjustable an bed An adjustable b- I'm I'm going to write a song about that. Where's Johnny when I need him? Where is Johnny? Yeah, you, you get him to, to, you come up with the lyrics. I bet you Johnny will lay you down some music. I'm
4: dreaming of an adjustable bed Christmas. <laughs> that's pretty bad, huh, Austin? I've heard worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, Today. PK. yeah, PK. Yeah, PK. Right. Holy cow. yeah
4: that guy can't. You ever heard it. Gordon rap? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, have you ever heard me at rap? Yo yo homie, come in and act like you know me. I'll give you a price. Yes, I will show thee a price that you'll definitely know me. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty bad, Gordon, but at least I tried. We are here in Salt Lake 1825 South 300 West. We'll be here tomorrow from 10 until 7. Okay. We're also in Orem. It's the best adjustable bed weekend in our history and we sell adjustable beds every day. Yeah, like hotcakes. 899 for a queen and this model is 1799 for the base. And $1,200 for the mattress, it's a $3,000 deal for $899.
2: Incredible. It's a boom. Big boom. All right, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, you heard Tom mention Orem as well, 86 East, University Parkway. Price is so low it will blow your mind. Thanks, Tom. You're the you best. bet. All right, uh, don't forget about the Man Cave Show tomorrow at 4 as well, uh, uh, right here on the Zone Sports Network. More next, 97.5 and 1280 at The Zone. Well, Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280. of the zone. Big thanks to Tom and his uh, crew here at the warehouse for hosting the show today. Always very gracious, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low it'll blow your mind. Gordon, I personally am looking forward to a weekend of leftovers and wall-to-wall football.
3: Yeah, there will be plenty of both, I think, for, for everybody if they so choose to dive into it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to back off on the leftovers. I, I just, you know, I mean, it's too tempting, and it might just feel me, make me feel like too roly-poly. So I'm trying to ease off of that a little bit. You got a wouldn't, ballet coming up or something? Yeah, you trying <laughs> to impress. Wouldn't you want you to feel roly-poly. <laughs> I'm not trying to impress anybody. Just trying to not have that that sluggo feeling, you know.
2: Why? It's the weekend what it's made for and it's 2020 (laughs) yeah and you're not going hiking or something i mean what's what's the But you're not going to a like a a a music festival for slam dancing (laughs) might as well Why does well feel (laughs) roly-poly okay
3: well i just don't want to take it to the degree where where you know i don't care about the way it looks i care about the way it makes me feel so i I just don't want to overdo it (laughs) but uh but as far as the football goes there is plenty of that and even though there have been some games that have been canceled and because of COVID and other things, there will be plenty for sports fans to dive into.
2: Yeah, let's hope so, because I plan on uh, basically sitting in one spot for uh, two consecutive <laughs> days.
3: <laughs> which uh, which leftover are you most tempted by? Which what's good. You know, I don't know. Do it's get? all
2: good. It's all
3: good. Reheated.
2: Uh, like I said before, I, I went with even portions. I like everything.
3: Are you a turkey sandwich guy?
2: Uh, no. I'll usually, uh, you know, I'll usually just plate it and go. <laughs> plate it? What? Just chuck everything on there? Yeah, you, drown you... it in gravy, and then eat it. What do I need two pieces of bread for? Are you throwing it in the microwave? Is that what you're doing? Oh yeah, I, I don't oven uh, reheat anything. That's just a
3: waste of time. Hmm. All right. So you had the turkey, you had the stuffing, you had the mashed potatoes. And you had the green beans. What else did you have?
2: Oh, we had a Jello salad that was pretty good. Oh, okay, yeah. That's you know, good. we had
3: some uh, some rolls. Don't put that in the microwave. Got some leftover pie. You know, we're good to go. We had an individual who was at my house who ate nine rolls yesterday.
1: Oh, come on, amateur!
3: Nine rolls. I, they were big rolls. I was impressed, and we may have them on the air every once in a while. <laughs>
1: I, oh. I'm not making this up. I'm going to one up someone who might, whose name might rhyme with Rana Ringham. Uh, <laughs> I ate two dozen rolls in the last four days.
3: Yeah, but oh, he did it by in one myself. sitting. He did this in one sitting.
1: Okay.
2: What are you? Twenty-four to nine on scoreboard. Cr- <laughs> criticizing Austin here? <laughs> no.
3: Now, what kind of rolls were they Describe them. Were they hubcap sized? Uh,
1: twelve of them were homemade that were the size of, you know, your typical, I don't know, roll. And the other twelve were from neaters. So you, oh, okay. you know what those look like. All
3: right. Well, that's an accomplishment. I can see where you're coming from there.
1: And I feel roly poly and happy, <laughs> happy.
3: Did you uh, load it up with jam and butter and all that no, good stuff? Got
1: time for the stuff to that make that's healthy. No, just give me the bread. Jam and butter is healthy. Jam—it's fruit. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally get my vitamins.
3: <laughs> I didn't say that you stuff some grapes and strawberries in there. I was talking about jam.
2: No, I drowned it in gravy.
3: <laughs> All right, we had uh, we had both the regular kind. We had the regular kinds of rolls, and we had the orange rolls with the you know the icing on the top. And I will tell you, that's good stuff.
2: Well, Gordon, you enjoy your roly-poly weekend, buddy. We'll talk to you on Monday.
3: <laughs> I'll roll on out of here and I'll That was roll really a back. productive
2: segment, wasn't it? Indeed it was. We'll talk to you Monday on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.